to the Wake Up Call podcast with me, Leo Crystal Queen. And tonight I have the honor to interview Melissa Bryan. She is a psychic medium and also an author of the book Born into Shamanism. Hi, Melissa. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, I can barely hear you, but I can hear you. Wonderful. I can hear you great. So grateful to have you tonight on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Please tell everyone, how did your spiritual journey started with the shamanism and how, how did it come? Well, it was a long, oh my God, long journey. <laughs> um, first thing is that, you know, I kind of at age three started out seeing spirit and it just progressed from there until finally at age 21, I thought, oh, great. Um, you know, they're going to kind of like lock me away, medicate the heck out of me. Um, you know, I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going crazy, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because at the time I wasn't really ready to accept it. It was just kind of mm -hmm. like. One of those things I'd been doing all my life and I didn't even know it wasn't normal, but I didn't really want to accept it at that point. I wasn't yeah. ready to until my ancestors came from spirit, sat me down and said, you're going to be a shaman. I goes. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, color me shocked. Kind yeah. of a little bit scared. I'm going, okay, you want it. Balls in y'all's court. You pull the strings. Well, age 43, here we are. <laughs> wow. So how many years of experience do you have, you said? I'm now, uh, or uh, age 45, I apologize. Age 45, uh, I've been doing this 43 years. Wow. I've been doing this 43 years. And, um, you know, I'm just kind of used to it now. So, so tell us more, more, about, more about the whole process, you know, how, you know, from seeing the spirit world, because, you know, a lot of people think that when someone passes on the other side, they're kind of gone, which is not really the case. So tell us more no. from your point of view, what you see. Well, I see spirit the same way that I see another human person. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. I see him full color, full everything. They're mainly mm -hmm. solid. Sometimes I will see shadows, I will see mists and orbs, and I will see all kinds of different forms of it, but pretty much it's just kind of one of those things that is. Wow. Wow. So, so with, with your, um, tell us more about the book. When did you uh, write the book? I wrote that book back in 2020. 12 i believe i don't remember the exact date but mm -hmm. <clears throat> i wrote it back in about 2012 and i kind of rewrote it <clears throat> i apologize several uh several years later mm -hmm. and i got a publisher and all that and that's worked out okay so so not so great i wish more people would read it but you know there's been other circumstances where I'm not really allowed to talk about it too much. Otherwise, I get slammed. 
Yeah. You know? Well, I think when when the teacher, you know, when someone's ready, the teacher comes, and when people are ready, they will be reading that book, you know. And so that's mm-hmm. why we're talking. We're talking about it uh, today, and you know, everyone who's listening the podcast, you know, maybe knows someone that needs that book. So tell us more about right. what's in the book. What? Well, the book like? is really a lot of my experiences with spirit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> pardon me yeah it's a little dry in here um it's my experiences with spirit it's my experiences with pardon me missing persons cases i've done um Mm -hmm. how i perceive uh things that i see like on tv hear about on radio and all that Mm -hmm. um it's mainly my life's walk and work with spirit. Wow. So, yeah, for the, for the listeners out there, if you want to dive deep and understand, you know, how other people perceive spirit, it would be great to read uh, Melissa's book, Born into Shamanism. Is it available on Amazon by any chance? Yes, it is. Amazon and Kindle. Yes. Kindle, perfect. Yes. And tell us more about, like, so how would... Uh, first of all, why people approach you? What is the case that they have, for example, and they come to you? Well, they want to either hear from a loved one who has passed, which sometimes I do get messages from. It depends on whether or not I'm able mm-hmm. to fully connect on any given day. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> sometimes there are missing persons cases I do get involved with. One mm-hmm. of which was Brian Laundry, and so far everything I've said about that case has come to pass. Wow, that is amazing because I know mm-hmm. how long it takes them to find a person, and having mm-hmm. someone with your skills, like you can actually cut down the time and actually save someone's life because everything is into timing, right? Yes, sometimes I'm able to save a life, sometimes I'm not. It depends on the case. Yeah. Because most of the cases that I have worked on, mm-hmm. someone has already been, <coughs> yeah, pardon me, has been dead. Deceased. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so you do see, but you do see mm-hmm. their spirit, and they kind of can tell you where the body is, at least, so the loved yeah, ones. Yeah, they can tell find me where it. they are. Yes. Yeah. Because obviously, it needs to be brought into peace with it. So. Yeah. yeah. And yes. for example, if there is if there's like a um like a trapped spirit, can you help them to find the light? Yes. <clears throat> that is one thing that I have developed a method of doing is mm-hmm. being able to clear a space of spirit. Mm-hmm. I can find out where the portals are. It's all very touch based. Uh, I use my hands and my fingers to feel the energy pull. And when I feel the energy pull, that's where I know where it is. And Mm -hmm. I developed a method of closing the portal down and then also moving the spirits that are there onto peace if they want help. If they don't, there's nothing I can do. I can't force them. Yeah. And I also uh, bless and clear the space. I have a way of sealing and protecting off an area, a space, a building, a home, whatever, you know. And is there any is there any like spirit, for example, that wants to stay in the in the 3D and now 5D reality where they 
they don't want to go and they want to stay with their loved ones because I, I think for some spirits, you know, passing over to the other side can be shocking and they kind of want to stay here uh, and right. still, still be around the loved ones. Tell me more about that. Well, basically, there are some that feel that, you know, they don't want to go and some are afraid to go. I have to talk them over. Some just want to remain in the space that they were in in life that they truly loved. And there's nothing I can do about that. Mm. Mm. Okay. So there is, so basically a spirit really needs to be ready to go, to go. So you can't do. Yes. Those that are ready to go, I help them go. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Yes. Wow. Wow. Well, tell us, um, maybe share with us uh, some story like if you want to share with a client that you have helped. Yes, of course. Hi, can you grab my book that's up there, please? I have a copy of my book so I can read directly from it. Oh, yeah. That would be <clears> lovely. <throat> we would love to hear. We would love to hear that. It's up there underneath my folder. It's underneath my folder. It's right there. Yeah. Hang on just a second. I do have a copy of my book so I can read that to you. That would be great. So okay. everyone can listen. Let me look here. Because I also know that, uh, for example, for me, while you're looking for it, uh, it took me a while to actually kind of say goodbye to my grandma because she was kind of the person that kind of drew me into spirituality after she passed away. And right. it took me it took me years and years for me to release her. And I, I kind of, yeah, it took me a long time, like four years. Mm -hmm. I totally understand. Yeah, my maternal uncle recently passed, and that one just threw me for a loop because I had realized that, you know, I never really truly knew him, nor did any of the rest of the family. Apparently, he was very extremely private, and, you know none of us really knew him and there was so much more I felt like I wanted or needed to say but yeah you know it just never quite happened that way yeah and yeah life is very unexpected I remember I spoke to my grandma at 10 10 p.m and she passed away at 3 a.m this like in the morning so wow. it was very shocking for me because i was like wow it's like the angels came and just steal her <laughs> you know right and then it was a huge so a uh, shock so i can i can imagine what other people are going through you know yeah it just it kind of threw me a little bit you know yeah that's understandable but yeah, I've been doing this for a lot, a lot, a lot of years. Uh, which one do you want as far as the story goes? I'm um, whichever so you choose, you want to, you want to share. It's up to you. Surprise! Oh yeah, no one of my favorites, one of my very, very okay. favorites, happened when I was much younger, and mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of these old places have energies that are so you know it just it doesn't happen the way you think it will mm -hmm. and this one actually surprised me when I experienced it but you know what I realize now you know because of family history work I also do genealogy 
as mm-hmm. a side thing. And um, I was able to find out that I'm related to the people that this uh, historic thing happened with. <clears throat> wow. We all know Tombstone, Arizona. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'd gone with my family as a fun vacation in Arizona and New Mexico. One of the stops was the legendary Tombstone, Arizona. I honestly did not expect anything to happen. Well, (laughs) just my luck. It did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I laugh about it now because it's just like I look back. I I go, oh, you cards, goofballs. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I had gone to the Birdcage Theater, what is now known as the hub of all paranormal activity in that town. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be a typical casual tourist visit, but, oh, it turned into so much more. Mm, so much more. I had things begin to move behind the bar, glasses clinking and being wiped down. Curly Bill Brocious was the bartender, which, yeah, historically, that's true. And another mm-hmm. cousin of mine on the Clanton line. Um, I then heard someone come up behind me. It was my cousin, Ike Clanton. <laughs> Ma'am, can I show you a good time? I informed him that I was with my family and doing fine on my own, and I'll thank him to leave me be. My ninth great cousins, Wyatt, Morgan, Virgil, Earp, with Doc Holliday, came up about 100 feet to my right. They asked me, ma'am, is Ike bothering you? I informed Wyatt I have everything under control and that I'll call on him if I need assistance. Just then, I felt some an arm around my waist and cold steel to my temple. Yes, it was a very physical sensation. Mm-hmm. I then heard the cocking back of a hammer on a gun. I prayed everything that I could think of to make it go away. It didn't do any good. While I was being held captive by my unseen but very much tangible assailant, I heard Wyatt, Morgan, Virgil, and Doc come up toward me but closer. I heard White call out to Ike, Ike, drop the gun. I then heard hammers of firearms cocking back, all pointed at my assailant. Second time, Ike, drop the damn gun. And you never forget Wyatt, he is a down deep in his diaphragm, down deep in here in his stomach, growly, rrr, you know, papa bear type voice. <clears throat> I heard Ike whine at Wyatt, and you don't forget the very high-pitched, nasally voices. I No, you never forget that voice. Oh, but Wyatt, I was just wanting to show the lady a good time. Ike dropped me in the gun. I ran for safety. All I heard on both sides was gunfire. Needless to say, is that back then, yeah, it did scare me. I mean, at 14, I mean, what else are you supposed to expect? Yeah. A few minutes later, after the gunfire stopped, I returned to where I had just experienced a spirit assault trying to wrap my brain around what had just happened. Mm -hmm. Wyatt, Morgan, Virgil Earp, and Doc Holliday came back up to me and asked my permission to escort me through Tombstone upon each of my visits. I consented. I thanked them for their kindness. From then on, they have protected and helped me. And we have been known 
to clear boardwalks and drop jaws. That's true. I did the walk with them to the corral for the gunfight. Mm-hmm. Uh, their spirit cells. And you can feel this very, very tangibly. This is a very physical, tangible sensation. You can feel their presence very heavily. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just wish that the Clanton cousins had made a more formal and polite introduction. <laughs> I I just laugh at it now. I think it's funny. <laughs> wow. But for people that they're very sensitive, it might not be very funny. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it depends, again, how sensitive and how much you can get scared of. But you said that now it's... It's uh, you've already worked it for so long that for you it's just like natural thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah, what what has been you'd say like the easiest of all of your cases that just was mm-hmm. like flowing? I think here. Hmm. Easiest had, of my cases. Has it been oh, any yeah. or? <clears throat> I know exactly what that one is. Mm-hmm. That one was the Kit Carson co-op robbery case. We were living in Taos, New Mexico at the time, and our electric company had been robbed. And all the um, the electric company president had to say, is, you know, we've been robbed. And, I mean, all of a sudden, I started getting flashes of images and information Mm -hmm. so I told my guide hang on hang on let me get home let me write all this stuff down and get it all ready to be presented and I mean 99.999% of my information was dead on accurate wow and I only missed three very, very small details. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I got all of it right. Because about, even though I called the president and said, look, tell law enforcement this. If they need any further information, contact me. I'm happy to work with them. No charge for my service whatsoever. Which usually for law enforcement and things like that for these cases I don't charge because for Mm -hmm. me this is my way of giving back to the community yeah this is my form of community service you see what I'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah I do see that so if someone wants to connect someone from from the ones that are listening because of what's happening around the world and they want to connect to their loved one they can contact you and you can you can do this service online or they have to be in person how does it work um well because of the way that the county works here where i am now um it would have to be online they want to ding me 350 bucks for in-person work i'm going what i am not going to pay that yeah are you kidding me I told the county, um, I know where they can stick that noise. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I laughed at him. I said, you think I'm going to pay you 350 bucks for someone to come to my home? No, 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 no. This is my home. I say who comes and goes. They do not. 
Yeah, um, maybe we should just uh, say where can people find your services? And um, they can find yeah. me all over the place. I am on so many social platforms. Um, I'm on all the big major social platforms. They can find me there. They can email me at O-L-P-S-Y- I'll put, I'll put the email, Melissa, Melissa, I'll put the email in the description. You can just tell, okay. tell them like a website if you have or anything else that you know. Yeah, I, can also put I in have the a website, O-L-P-S-Y-E-N-T at uh, dot com, I'm sorry, dot com, O-L-P-S-Y-E-N-T dot com, O-L-S-Y-E-N-T dot com, and... I am pretty much everywhere, any social media, you can find me under my name or Outlaw mm-hmm. Life Psychic Enterprises. Uh, you can find me there. You can um, call me at 530-309-6932, extension. No, I'm sorry. I'll have to find it and let you know what that is. I apologize. I sometimes blank it. Okay, no worries. Uh, we can we can put that into um, we can put that into the description. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today and reading from your book. We'll put everything in the description for a- anyone who wants to contact Melissa and if you want to find more about your loved one that they've passed on to the other side, please feel free to uh, contact Melissa. And thank you once again for being on the podcast with me tonight. Thank you. I appreciate thank your you so time. Much. You're welcome. Thank, thank you for Melissa. having me.